What up, you guys? Welcome back to another podcast episode on Skin Is In. I am obviously excited to have you here today. But not just that, I have a special guest, and she's going to share a lot about her business and her journey. So without further ado, I really want to welcome to the show, Vicky. Hi, Vicky. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm happy to have you. I'm doing well. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me and giving me this opportunity. Well, you know what, Vicky, what I'm really excited about is when we first connected. So for those who don't know, I met Vicky at a trade show. And one of the things I really loved when I first met you, you were literally showing me how to do something. And I hadn't (laughs) said any words to you. And I just was like, wow, that is so amazing because not a lot of people just offer help like that. And so that's a good quality to have, girl. Thank you. Thank you. I always try to like lead and um, guide everyone and just, you know, give, I like try to take the lead with, okay, this is like how to do this. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. Cause y'all, I was lost in the sauce out there trying to figure it out. And so it's really good. And I mean, the whole Circadia team is a really great team, but um, Vicky, for those who don't know you or haven't heard of you, which I'm surprised, mm-hmm. right? Could you <laughs> share a little bit about the name of your business and, you know, why you're in the aesthetics industry? So uh, my name is Vicky Tassiopoulos. I'm the owner of the Skin Artiste Facial Studio based out of Wynwood, Pennsylvania. It's literally 15 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Uh, I got into skincare. It was something that I always wanted to do since I was a little girl. I grew up in Greece and I used to say with my cousin, uh, that we wanted to be estheticians when we grew up and we didn't fully know the meaning of that when we were little, but we knew that it had to do with beauty and making women feel beautiful. So, uh, it took me a long time to get to being an esthetician. I always say that I am, uh, kind of like Barbie. I've done a lot of jobs (laughs) and (laughs) I finally landed at what I always wanted to do. That's beautiful. And I love that because, you know, sometimes people think there's such a clear cut way to your Mm -hmm. journey people always say that to me they're like how have you had so many jobs and I'm like girl (laughs) I don't know (laughs) but I'm glad that you have found your passion and can I just say I love the name of your business skin artiste thank you so I came up with that during the pandemic and I wasn't I was working at a uh a big corporate spa at the time and I was just trying to like re- revamp my Instagram account and just create more content based on skincare. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were all cooped in. Me and my husband had just been forced to come back from our honeymoon uh, because oh of the shutdowns. And we were just stuck in a little room together. So I'm like, I don't know what it should be. All the names were taken. And then I, I saw that an artiste is someone who... Uh, performs like an art it's like a performer and um, something that they're passionate about and I'm like the skin artiste so I just came up with it at the time and I wasn't even thinking of having my own business back then but then when I went off solo I incorporated that into my business and I think everyone always says it's they love the name yeah yeah absolutely so it paid off (laughs) yes (laughs) I love that. Okay. And um, 
you had mentioned going off and going solo. So before you opened your business, what were you doing prior? So I worked for uh, Lifetime Fitness. Uh-huh. I was in their spa. Um, I was at a location that is close to me and I was there since it opened. And that was my first time being just doing skincare and aesthetics. Uh, prior to that, I was uh, managing a hair salon on the main line. And that's where I, um, that was owned by one, my cousin. And I love doing makeup. So my background is I used to do a lot of makeup. Oh, wow. And then I got into skincare because I was getting sick of covering everything up. I wanted to treat the skin. Yeah. And my biggest thing is I want women to feel comfortable and confident without having to wear makeup every day, like leaving the house. So I was managing the salon and my cousin uh, gave me the opportunity by paying for me to go to school, which my mom paid her back for. But she really like gave me the opportunity to go to aesthetic school. So while I was managing the salon, I was able to go and complete the program and finally do what I always wanted to do. And then, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. So it's all thanks to my cousin and then my mom, of course. And um, after that, I just kind of got, I wanted to just do skin. Like I got sick of doing makeup and covering up. So I saw the place was opening and I applied and uh, I wanted a little bit more income too. And I, it was kind of starting over. So it was very mm -hmm. scary. I did, I took a pay cut to start as an esthetician, uh, but yeah. I was truly passionate about it. And uh, my boyfriend, who's now my husband at the time was very <laughs> motivational for me. Aww. So uh I did that job for four years and then I I can talk more later on with you on how I went off on my own. Yeah. Well, and shout out to Nick too. Yes. <laughs> for being so supportive, you know, it takes a good amount of support. And sometimes people don't have that. And so I really love that you had at least somebody mm -hmm. you know, in your corner during that time because school is such a hard experience. Yes, it is. And I feel like the older generation doesn't take what we do as seriously. Like my dad still fully doesn't understand what I do. Mm -hmm. uh, there, there was a point in time where he would ask me, okay, when are you going to get a serious job? And I was <laughs> like, and now I'm like, this is how much I make. You've never made this in your life. Like, uh, <laughs> this is a serious job. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it takes them really seeing it pay off because uh, especially, I really love that you talked about that, the older generation, mm -hmm. you know, they're, they'll say things like, when are you going to get a real job? Or, uh, okay, so now what do you really do for work? And yeah. I love that you've been able to show through consistency that not only is this a real job, but it's supporting me and my family. Um, so like, maybe we'll put a little respect on my name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah. And now they see it and they, my parents both see it and they respect it. And, uh, you know, they're very proud of me, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's, it was, a, it was a journey. <laughs> so what's your advice for someone who is dealing with that struggle of trying to explain to their parents that maybe, Maybe they can't see it, but this does pay off. So I would 
uh, use others in the industry as examples and just show them that this is someone who's successful and they've made it. And this is like a real career, like mm -hmm. beauty services. They're never going to go away. People Absolutely. are always going to want to feel touch and like sense and feeling, and they're always going to want to feel beautiful. And, you know, other jobs, robots may come out and start <laughs> doing the work, but with uh, skincare, with hair, with nails, those jobs are always good. There's always going to be a demand for them. So um, I'm not afraid that we're ever going to be in trouble as estheticians. Yeah, I agree. And I, I would just double down on that and say, uh, exactly what you're saying when it comes to like showing your family other people have been successful mm -hmm. I would even try to show people in your very area so yes. that they can see you know maybe you're not at that place like so in my area we have a spa that's called healing waters and it's like mm -hmm. you know if you go there you're spending a nice bill like for sure and my mom, when I was going to school, she used to go to Healing Water. So I never had to overcome that objection. Mm -hmm. But it was nice for my mom to know the potential of income for me out of the gate. And it made it easier for her. Obviously, I went to school older in life. So like it, it wasn't really as big of a deal. But I always want my parents to be proud of me. Yes. To love what, you know, to see me doing what I do. And so I think it's a great idea if you can take your parents and have them have an experience somewhere. Bring them yeah, with take you. them to a spa. Get them a facial. Get them. Uh, get your dad a hydrofacial. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> All dads need hydrofacials. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about your your business because mm -hmm. you have grown so much, girlfriend. Yes. So like, uh, wow. It was um, the scariest thing I ever did. <laughs> I, uh, I was terrified, especially because when I decided to go solo, I, I felt like I had the client base to, to go solo, but I was taking on such a huge expense by getting a hydrofacial Sendeo machine yeah. as a new solo esthetician. And that was just the scariest part. But it was a crazy time in my life because I was working at the spa and uh, my grandfather passed away in Greece. Oh, and, I'm so sorry to hear that. Uh, thank you. Uh, and then I just want to like um, add yeah. that I grew up in Greece with my grandparents. My parents were oh. going through a divorce. So like my grandfather, and my grandma were like parents to me. Mm -hmm. And uh, he passed away in Greece and I literally... Um, I had just gone to California for the hydrofacial uh, masters. I'm a hydrofacial connect master uh -huh. and I had gone for the graduation. And that's when I was really contemplating going solo, signing my lease, uh, getting the Sendeo because it was just being launched. And I literally was at the airport about to fly back to Philly and they, you know, on FaceTime with my cousin who was at the hospital and my grandfather was passing away. And I came back and I like signed my lease, got approved for the hydrofacial loan. And then I booked a ticket and I left for Greece. So, and I, and I was in Greece for a few days. So when I came back, I only had two weeks to open my suite before I had to start paying rent. So it was oh a really, gosh. really crazy time. 
but I felt like, you know, maybe my grandfather gave me a little bit of that strength because he was always such a hard worker. He was a farmer. Yeah. Um, he had a goat herd. We grew up on a farm. He would make the goat cheese. Like, um, yeah, he, um, we had vineyards and olive trees and it would be like right now is grape harvesting season in Greece. And, uh, you know, we really grew like I saw the hard work he did. So yeah. I feel like that gave me like a little strength and motivation and confidence and mm-hmm. you know i did it i everything happened very fast and but, you did it and i did it <laughs> and it, it's been amazing mm-hmm. um it it can it's scary i'm sure for you it was scary too oh my gosh yeah i mean it's definitely terrifying anytime you're putting yourself out there and trying something new And I really love that you mentioned about getting the hydrofacial because I was super transparent. I was not in the financial place to get the hydrofacial machine. Mm -hmm. And I would love to eventually if that's where my business goes. It just depends. But um, I just wasn't in that place. I probably am now if I really sat down and tried. But I'm also okay with growing where I'm at. But I really like that you did take that that leap in that journey because it has paid off tenfold for you. You were just speaking at hydrofacial. Yeah. And it was my, um, with hydrofacial, it was my, uh, that was one of my top services where I was. So going off on my own and not bringing that, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I would have lost a lot of clientele Yeah, at the time. Now I don't feel so much that way because I found the confidence and I know that they come to me for me. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the time it was scary. And the biggest advice I can give as a business owner is treat your clients like they're like number one, like royalty, like all, be on time, mm-hmm. be present. Like w- when you're going to your studio or your business leave everything going on at home like out outside the door and be present in the moment because they're coming there and they're they're choosing you to take care of them and you need to be present for them and that'll reflect into you know them my biggest thing in my business has been word of mouth I was just going to ask how you've built your clientele. So word of mouth has been a big factor for you. Word of mouth has been the biggest thing for me. Uh, I'm on the Facebook groups and I, you know, and in the beginning I would see people ask questions, where can I get a facial? And I would jump in and comment, Hey, I'm an esthetician. Uh, And that was very helpful in bringing new clients in. And Mm -hmm. that, and even if somebody else replies to those posts, I would still comment because somebody might search and that post might come up and then someone else might see your comment. And maybe the main person that asked the question wasn't the one that came in, but other people came in because they saw me comment on a post. So um, with getting new clients, uh, the Facebook groups were very helpful. It's been a lot of word of mouth. Uh, I did do some advertising on Google. I think my limit is $250 a month. Yeah. So I kept it a little low. You know, I haven't done anything crazy with it. And um, it's just, 
I, I don't know. It's been like, it, it's just kind of been flowing like a nice river. <laughs> like you're in flow. And I think it's flow. Yes. Yes, you are. You know, <laughs> flow is amazing because when you are truly aligned with what you should be doing, it does flow. Now, it's not always mm -hmm. easy, but no. It no. flows the way that it should. And I love all of the advice that you're providing because some of those things are things that people get away from mm -hmm. and that can really impact client retention. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to add is don't try to do everything. Don't mm. try to do eyelash extensions and and all the waxing and lamination and and facials and like uh and have like 16 different skincare lines like uh you know keep it simple in the beginning when you're starting out because it can cause a lot of confusion to your clients you could be like oh well i recommend this product and then they could see you talking about something else and be like well you know why shouldn't you know it can get right complicated so i always say start simple and then as you get more into your business that's when you can add and you know go get continue continuing education is the most important thing oh i'm glad you brought that up what yes. continuing education courses do you feel like were vital for your success so I love doing the master, the connect, the hydrofacial connect program. Really? I did love it. Uh, and I actually didn't even, a lot of people win this as a scholarship, but I signed up for it on my own. Oh, and wow. uh, it really helped me with business, like the business aspect of uh, being an esthetician, which is a lot of the things that they add into some of the courses that they have in that okay. It's an online certification. Uh, you do it at your own pace. So I found that very helpful, uh, especially if you have a hydrofacial machine or you're working with hydrofacial. Um, okay. Another nice. thing is every course that I've taken with Circadia. Uh, Circadia is one of the biggest reasons I went solo. Uh, I'm just going to share that. I just wanted to be able to fully utilize the line in my space. And I wasn't able to do that at my previous job. Uh -huh. And uh, they started bringing in this other line and I started using it in the treatment room and my clients were noticing that they weren't getting the same results. Mm -hmm. So that was another thing that really pushed me to go solo. But um, I've been using Circadia since 2018. Wow. And I've always gone to their trainings. Um, I met Michael back in 2018. I went to trade shows. I took his classes, uh, the classes on pigmentation that he teaches. And mm -hmm. then um, just, and the dermaplaning certification with Sonia. Yes. The I skin love lady. Sonia. Yes. She is so amazing. I mean, Circadia is amazing. And it's just nice all the people that you can connect with. But yeah, the dermaplaning with Sonia is amazing. So that uh, just changed my business. Like dermaplaning is one of my top services. And I have Sonia to thank for that because she's so thorough with it. And yes, it's so detailed. And 
I've just kept that with me since I took the class with her in 2019. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I bet that would make Sonia's heart so happy. Yes. <laughs> I have to make sure I send this to her. Um, I mean, she listens to the podcast, but oh my gosh, that'll make her so happy because you know, she just loves it. That like she is so passionate about dermaplaning and just really increasing, you know, your value um with each service that you offer and the different yeah. things that you can do for your clients. So that's beautiful. I love it. So can you talk a little bit about your business? What do you guys mm -hmm. specialize in? So um, it's just me. I do a lot of customized facials. I do offer microneedling. I offer hydrofacial, chemical peels, and I do some waxing services. Mm -hmm. I used to fully do waxing when I started off, but as I niche down, I've started taking them off my menu a little bit. Uh, uh, because I, I I truly love just doing facials and skincare. I was going to ask, what's your favorite service? So my favorite service is uh, dermaplaning facial, <laughs> as well as combining a dermaplaning with hydrofacial. That's like those are my my number ones that I'm mostly doing in my studio. Uh, I also love treating pigmentation. Uh, I've had great success with a Mandeli clear peel from Circadia uh -huh. doing it as a system uh on darker Fitzpatrick's actually so yeah. I know it's and it's uh prepping them and then having uh doing two to three peel series um well one peel series but two to three treatments uh -huh. um I've had really good success so that stuff is what makes me feel fulfilled when I'm really truly transforming skin and i do a lot of acne treatments as well wow girl you were just doing the thing and i am so impressed by you and i tell you that you know when i first met you i really loved your business concept um when it mm -hmm. comes to you just growing as a business mm -hmm. and all of those aspects what do you see yourself doing in the next five years so i would love to expand my space I'd yeah. love to have a a larger space. And first, I want to start by hiring an assistant, uh -huh. someone, maybe a young esthetician, someone who's really eager to learn, someone that I can train over time mm -hmm. that can um, work with me. And then eventually, uh, it depends where I am in life and they're in life. They could either go off on their own or continue to stay with me. And I'd love to, I, I am an educator with Circadia, so I'd love to expand in that. Yeah. Uh, I am going to share something that I want to do, but I don't know if I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, I would love to become the distributor for Circadia in Greece. Oh, wow. Vicky, uh, that would be so cool. I know. Um, so I kind of have to talk. I was going to talk with Victoria about the logistics of it and see if it's even something I can do. But that's, I would love to bring Circadia to Greece. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That would be amazing. And you should talk to Victoria. Those who know. don't know, Victoria is a distributor for Circadia for Canada. Mm -hmm. And she has done some amazing things with the company. And 
Um, that would be such a great avenue. Yeah. I don't know. I think I say that's what you're doing. Like, let's, <laughs> I don't know. And maybe you find yourself back in Greece, you know? I don't know if I would want to live in Greece permanently, mm -hmm. maybe in retirement years, but I would yeah. love to go back and forth, but I still want to be behind the, uh, as of now, I love being in the treatment room. Uh, -huh. uh I love treating skin. Uh, I know as I get older, I might not, you know, my body eventually might not be able to do that. And that's why I do want to do education and I do want to look at those avenues and expand on those because I still want to uh, educate and share my experience with new estheticians, other estheticians in the industry and, um, you know, maybe not be in the treatment room as much when I'm older. <laughs> I also <laughs> want to have a family. Yeah. So it's a lot. There's a lot. Um, but as a business, my business is my baby. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm very proud of it. Uh, it's, you should be. It's growing into a monster, which not a, a good monster, not a you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. So you know with everything I mean. that you're doing, girl, like, how do you find a balance for your personal life? So I work four days a week. Nice. Um, my mom always yells at me still. I'm 35 years old. She's like, you should be working seven days a week right now. And I'm like, no, I work four days a week. I have a good work-life balance. I have three days to decompress, mm -hmm. um, spend time with my husband, with our dog, Gladio. Uh, oh, do Gladio! Gladio, yes. <laughs> do educational um, events with Circadia, do some traveling. Uh, so I feel like right now I have a really good work-life balance, and I intend to keep it that way. I agree. You know, I think it is definitely an older generation mindset and not even in a negative way, but you know, mm -hmm. where work, 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 work until you can't work. Um, has definitely and then what do you do? Girl, what? <laughs> and then what? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know when I'm 60, if I'll be able, what if I can't walk? Like, right. you know, what if my arms, the arthritis, I don't know what I'm going to be doing. So why not enjoy life now? Yeah. And there's a lot of like, I think people don't realize until you are doing a full day of back to back. It hurts. It is hard on yes. the body. Yes. Like, it, it hurts. I, I try to limit myself to five facials a day. Because if I do any more, like my body starts to hurt. Yeah. But if you can do more, do more. Of course. I agree. Uh, Do more. I but, agree. I but, I'm with you, though. Five is the sweet spot. Pay attention to your body. That's like another pro tip. Pay attention to your body. Uh, get massages. Mm -hmm. Invest in that self-care so your body can go for the long term, like long run. They can make it in the long run. <laughs> I'm fluent in Greek, so sometimes my English gets a little... That's amazing, Vicky. You are so I'll interesting, girl. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody from Greece. So it like, well, maybe I do. And they just haven't told me. But well, you're just going to have to come to Greece next summer. 
girl, don't play with me because I will be <laughs> in your luggage <laughs> right down with you and Nick. Like, and I saw Nick had a great time when you got, so you just got back from Greece. Yes. Um, about 10 days ago. Yeah. Girl. How long were you there? We were there for 17 days. So yeah, I had to close, I closed for three weeks total. And I did the same thing last summer, but I've gone to Greece every summer my whole life. And I kind of, you know, let my clients know that this is the time that I spend with my family. Like, as long as my grandmom is still around, I'm going to go to Greece and see her. Absolutely. And she was such a gym. I know you guys were eating some good food. Yes, we were eating very well. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved your videos. They were so fun. And hey, I, so real quick, mm -hmm. let's back up because yep. three weeks is a long time Yes, to close down business. Do you plan that in your business structure of how you're going to take that vacation without missing a beat? Yes. Yeah, so I, I book my trip like four or five months in advance. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I start saving for the expenses that I'm going to have in my business while I'm gone. So I'll put a little bit extra for the rent on the side, for my uh, my hydrofacial loan, like anything else that I'm uh, that I need to pay mm -hmm. while I'm gone. And then also extra because when I get back, I still need to recover. Yeah, you know, the first few weeks that I'm back. So I um I save in advance and then I also uh with my clients I pre-book everyone around it. Okay. Uh right before and right after. And then yes, those are the days where I will add extra days of work just to accommodate everyone because I am taking a long, a longer time off. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I do have some clients that have waxing and they uh, don't want to, you know, fall off schedule. So I'll refer them to a really good friend, esthetician. Um, there's a, a waxer in my salon suites that I'm at uh, that I'm really good friends with. So I've sent a couple clients to her. We'll like, you know, we'll send back and forth to oh, each other. Beautiful. Collaborating. Mm -hmm. Yes. 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 It's so important. And that is nice that you get that time. Girl, that gave me an idea. I might need to start taking some time in the summer too because it's such a – it's a slower time too yes. a little bit. And everybody – everyone in my area is away in the summer. They're all – this summer, I feel like everyone was in Europe. Mm. They were calling it revenge vacation because of – from COVID. Yeah. Uh, so it, you know, was definitely okay. And then as far as my phone, I do have a business line. Okay. Um, I highly, highly recommend if you're starting your own business, get another line. Um, don't mm. put your phone number on Google and out there because that really gives you the opportunity to disconnect at the end of the day. You can say, I'm, I'm closed. Yeah. Um, and your phone, I have two iPhones. I have my work iPhone and then my my regular iPhone. <laughs> so this year, last year I took it with me to Greece. This year I left it to my sister. Okay. And she just managed it 
while I was gone. But you know, if I get when I get it when I get an assistant, yeah, that's what that's gonna be. But um, yeah, it was it was okay. Good. Well, I'm glad you had a good time with your family and you got a chance to step away and it didn't impact your business so significantly to the point that you couldn't do it, right? Uh, because I think I wanted to go back to yes. uh, a lot of times people, when they're first starting out, you know, we're counting on clients to come to make the rent or whatever. Um, and I, I find that that gets really hard because then you're in this like rat race of kind of chasing your tail to stay afloat. So what are so, just some, mm -hmm. oh yeah, you oh, were no, about no, to go, go right into it. No, tell me. <laughs> no, no, finish your question. <laughs> I was just going to say, what are some good pieces of advice that you can recommend for someone to get themselves maybe out of that space and maybe flowing a little bit, you know, better for business wise? So definitely save, save, save. Um, don't spend on when you're, when you're opening your business, don't spend on all these devices and, you know, bringing everything in. Like I said earlier, start like slow and steady wins the race. Mm -hmm. Um, because you won't have as much that you're going to have to be paying. And, um, you know, you won't feel that pressure of, you know, th that you're drowning in bills and that you don't have time to do anything for yourself. So um, that would be my biggest advice. Talk to an accountant, financial advisor when you're opening a business and make sure that everything is going to be, um, everything is going where it should be mm -hmm. and you're not taking anything extra that might hurt you in the long run. Oh, that's some good advice. You know, sometimes people are afraid to reach out to accountants because mm -hmm. they're like, I'm not making any money. So I don't need someone to tell me that I'm not, you know. And then you have to pay them. Yeah. It's yes. It's, yes. And I felt that in the beginning too. Uh I think for me, because I managed a hair salon before, uh-huh. Uh, it was I kind of knew what to do. I knew to download QuickBooks. I have QuickBooks. I use QuickBooks. I used it when I was at the salon mm -hmm. for all their bookkeeping. So that really helped me. Um, it is a paid subscription. So when you're starting out, that can be a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I would say just make an Excel spreadsheet if you can't get QuickBooks and just write everything down Yeah, and uh, break it down to the penny. Like when you're doing a facial how much are you spending on the product per facial, per treatment? And then the other big advice I have, because my biggest issue when I first opened was bringing in retail and being able to keep my, my shelves stocked. Yeah. Uh, is anytime you sell a retail product, create like a savings folder and just put that money that, the cost of the product plus the taxes into the savings folder and use that money to buy more retail. Like mm. don't, don't take that money and use it for other things. Just use that money to buy more retail. Girl, that's and more products. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, it accumulates over time as yes. you're growing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And eventually you'll be able, you'll feel comfortable to, 
you know, take something out and, you know, buy a new device, buy the skin pen. If you're going to, um, and that was the other thing. I do have a medical director. Oh, I was going to ask. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. So, How did you go about that process? So finding a medical director for me, uh, one of my really good friends, she's the area rep for um, Allergan. I don't know if that's how you say the brand, but uh -huh. it's basically the company that has Botox. Yeah. So she works in my area with a lot of um, med spas and doctors. So I was just lucky in that, that she connected me with someone. Wow. And uh, me and her, the my medical director, we met and had coffee and we negotiated a like a monthly fee. And then uh, and that was just for me to bring a skincare line in, skin better, uh, which I know there's this whole thing with estheticians now. Like, why do we need to have a medical director to carry mm -hmm. some of these lines when anyone can just purchase them online? Yeah. Right. Uh, but then when I was going to bring microneedling on that was a bigger liability for her so mm -hmm. you know we had to kind of renegotiate um because i was going you know we had to it had to do with insurance like her insurance my insurance so uh i always say don't um you know get multiple opinions so bringing on the medical director was a an experience and i love that you shared that because i think a lot of that information sometimes can be gatekeeped and yes. you're like, I have no idea how to get a medical director. So I'll never do anything outside of what I'm doing now. It's very hard because there's literally no information. And I feel like people don't share the information. Yeah, so I agree. I was very happy that you just shared that because even in my location, like I have been toying around with like the medical aspect and I'm like, man, Getting a medical director sounds hard. And then you shared your experience. And I mean, I'm not saying that was easy. It just sounds like maybe I need to try a little harder and, and look I, around. I, so I pay her a flat rate a month and then I pay her a percentage commission. Oh, wow. A low percentage commission on every microneedling service that I do. Nice. So, um, it's actually really, it's, it's really nice. It's not that hard of hitting on me. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely negotiate with, um, whoever you meet and get a second opinion too, because I've heard some things that sound insane out there, like <laughs> ridiculous fees and amounts. And, uh, it doesn't have to always be like that. Yeah. Before we go, and thank mm -hmm. you for sharing that tip, um, you shared something on Instagram, which if you guys haven't, you'll need to go over there and we'll get her handle in a minute. Um, but she shared something that was just like, I thought it was such a great piece of advice. You were talking about building a six-figure business. Mm -hmm. And what I really like to hit on is the fact that there's a lot of people who talk about building a six-figure business that don't actually have a six-figure business. Yep. And I know for a fact that you do. So <laughs> can you share a little bit of your mindset around growing a six-figure brand? So uh, treat your clients like they're royalty, mm -hmm. like I wrote in the post. 
uh, be on time, be present. Uh, don't, don't be a salesperson. Okay. Mm. Don't think with, don't think with how much you're going to make, think with what is going to be beneficial for your client. Uh, if a client comes in and they're booked for a $300 service and you see that their skin is sunburned or compromised, their barriers off, and you feel like they can't get that hydrofacial with a dermaplaning, uh, don't think with uh, the money, think with what's going to be beneficial for the client. Okay. And do the service, even if, even if you're going to have to do less. Do the service that's going to be right for them. I've had clients come in and they're like, I just, they were scheduled for like a big, big facial. And they're like, I forgot. I just got my Botox two days ago mm -hmm. and I've, I've sent them home because, and, and I took the hit on it because I'm not going to like compromise their Botox for, and they came all the way in. So I'm not going to. I do have a cancellation policy, but I try to be understanding and right. lenient, especially as a new business owner, because I've only been in business a year and a half, and I still consider myself a new business owner. Mm -hmm. So uh, you want to build trust and you want to build those relationships, and that's going to be what's going to grow your business. Uh, if If someone trusts you and they say, hey, I went in. And like she told me that we couldn't do this today and we just did like a, a hydrating facial. Yeah. And it was, you know, paid half the cost. They're going to trust you that you really care about them. Agreed. Uh, same thing with retail. I sell a lot of retail, but I feel like I sell a lot of retail because I truly, I truly, um, recommend what they need i don't think like oh my god you need to start all of this i never talk bad about other brands mm -hmm. i never um discount what they're using currently i always ask okay are you happy with the results and then right. i start a conversation from there and sometimes they're like I'm like, okay, start with this because if you get all of this, it might be too much and you might stop doing the routine. And I'd rather you grow, um, like start being consistent with your routine by starting with one product at a time. So, you know, you just want to be honest with them. And that's what really creates trust. And those clients are going to go and tell their friends. They're going to tell the community. They're going to be on social media, someone's going to ask and they're going to recommend you. And that's how your business is going to grow. So be true to you, uh, be yourself and really, really care about your clients. Every single one of them that are coming through that door. Girl, that is it y'all. So if you're trying to build a six figure business and you are really trying, it may not happen overnight, right? It, it won't it, happen overnight. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So that's realistic. It's probably not going to happen overnight. <laughs> but if you're doing the right things, then it sounds like then you are putting yourself in the best position to do it. And I really hope that you guys took some notes today. And also, Vicky, how can they connect with you on social media? 
So my Instagram is the skin artiste with an E at the end. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, send me a message if you have any questions. I'm also on TikTok, same handle, and Facebook. Uh, so, you know, reach out to me there. Yes, guys. So thank you so much, Vicky, for coming on. I appreciate you sharing your knowledge with everyone. You guys, make sure you go connect with her um, and just pick her brain, especially if you're in the area. Vicky is such a great resource. Um, I've already learned a lot from her and her journey, and I learned a lot even in this podcast. So I hope you did, too. Um as for me, you mm -hmm. don't have to go anywhere. You can continue to check out this podcast. I have amazing episodes for you guys. So don't go anywhere. Just check out the next one. And I will see you over there. Thanks Thank so much you for listening. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Vicky, for coming on. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.